from Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast. The research and insights that give God the glory, refutes evolution, and gives you the answers to defend your faith. I'm Joseph Darnell. Evolution textbooks have long taught that fossil evidence shows grasses evolved around 55 million years ago, after the extinction of the dinosaurs around 65 million years ago. Woe betide any illustrator who drew dinosaurs and grass in the same picture. But new evidence leaves the evolution textbooks with a dramatic grassy time travel conundrum. Researchers have discovered fossilized dinosaur droppings that contain the remains of at least five types of grasses. This means that not only did grass already exist at the same time of the dinosaurs, but at least some dinosaurs also ate it. But how could they have eaten something that supposedly hadn't even evolved yet? As one of the researchers commented, the discovery of grass silica bodies found in plants in dinosaur fossil dung was a complete shock. So the new evidence will force a dramatic revision of evolutionary theory about the origin of grasses. Let me pause this train of thought for a moment to note an important detail. The fact that we find fossilized dinosaur dung at all speaks of a rapid burial in an oxygen-free environment. How else could dung have been so preserved? And such fossil dung have been found all over the world. This is consistent with a global flood of cataclysmic proportions that's laid out in the account in Genesis 6-9. through 9. So, from the Bible, there is no dilemma in the fossil record. Now, reporting on the new find, new scientists highlighted the dramatic turnaround by explaining that illustrators who had previously made the mistake of drawing dinosaurs alongside grass <laughs> actually had it right after all. Artists' impressions of dinosaurs grazing on grassy plains were considered as bad as depictions of them cavorting with cavemen. But an examination of fossilized dung has shown that the prehistoric beasts did indeed eat grass. As we have commented many times, wrongly interpreting the fossil record as an evolutionary progression over millions and billions of years will always raise conundrums for evolutionists. But from a biblical perspective, sedimentary rock layers and the embedded fossils are a logical legacy of the global flood and its aftermath, which only happened around 4,500 years ago. It's the Bible, not the fossil record, which tells the order of appearance of organisms on this planet. Thus, the grasses were created on day three of creation week, so they actually preceded the dinosaurs, which were created along with the other land animals and man on day six. So it's quite okay for illustrators to depict grass, man, dinosaurs, and other animals and plants as coexisting on this planet at the same time. There is no time travel problem when you start from the Bible. And dinosaurs are not prehistoric since they lived after the beginning of written history, which, by the way, starts at the very beginning of time itself. Genesis 1-1. Creationists like to point out that the fossil record is missing links to ape-to-man evolution, or dinosaur-to-bird. Honestly, where are all the transitional bones for any creature along the evolutionary journey? 
to learn much about the subject, you'll want to read the great book titled Contested Bones. It's the result of more than four years of intense research into the primary scientific literature concerning bones that are thought to represent transitional forms between ape and man. This book's title reflects the surprising reality that all the famous hominid bones continue to be fiercely contested today, even within the field of paleoanthropology. This book addresses a wide variety of important topics. Which, if any, of the species give rise to man? Did Lucy's kind walk upright like modern humans? Or did they live among the trees like ordinary apes? Was Artie, as it's called, the earliest human ancestor? Were Erectus and the newly discovered Naledi subhuman, or were they fully human? What are the implications of the growing evidence that shows man coexisted with the Australopithecine apes? Are the dating methods consistently reliable? What does the latest genetic evidence reveal? Can we be certain that man evolved from an Australopith ape? This work is unique in that it is the most comprehensive, systematic, and up-to-date book available that critically examines the major claims about the various hominin fossils. Even though the topic is technical, the book is accessible for a broad audience and is engaging even for non-technical people. Contested Bones brings clarity to a fascinating but complex subject and offers refreshing new insights into how the pieces of the puzzle fit together. You can get your copy of the book for your personal library at creation.com store. The creation.com article podcast is hosted by me, Joseph Darnell, and produced out of the U.S. studio of Creation Ministries International. Learn more about the ministry at creation.com. This episode's article was written by Dr. David Catchpole. Our speakers and scientists host a really cool talk show called Creation.com Talk, which you can find right here in your podcast app or on our YouTube channel. And get in touch if you want to arrange to have one of our creationist speakers visit your church. If you'd like to help us, become a monthly supporter making a donation at creation.com donate. And have you checked out Creation Magazine yet? Be sure to follow Creation Ministries International on Facebook and Instagram, or subscribe to our free e-newsletter. From everyone at creation.com, thanks for listening. Thank you.